Would you rather have a squirrel? This is from Miles. Oh. Would you rather have a squirrel brain with a human body or a squirrel body with a human brain? Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Do you believe in life after addiction? You better believe it. Now, the host of Life After Addiction. Yeah, coming in. I was just taking care of something. We're back. Episode number 25. 25 Big weeks. Big 25, baby. Four, 8, 12, 16. Almost six months worth of podcasting Come on. episodes every week, man. We're getting there. We're here, dude. We're getting there. I think what we said was once we hit 25, we're going to start bringing on some guests via um, whatever, but that'll be down the road. And if you missed last week, go check out episode 24. Uh, Chitty did a great job explaining and talking about godly relationships oh, and dating. Gosh. And it was funny because he said on this podcast, <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> before we started, this was like, man, I, what did you say? What did, I wish I would have said what? Uh, basically, I wish I, I, I was like, man, I wish I would have said like I was the reason that those relationships didn't work out. I wasn't right. the man that God had called me to be. I wasn't the spiritual leader and I was the sole reason right. for Things not working out. And then he said... <laughs> to which I responded, yeah, they got it, man. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently the point got across. So. Yeah, so go check out that episode if you want to know about godly dating, uh, righteous dating. Um, yeah, so now we're entering into a series, a three-episode series, um, and it's not out of vanity or the desire to whatever, but we we've feel led to maybe encouraged by others to kind of do a series about meet the host, uh, meeting, getting to know Ryan and I a little bit more because we're, you know, we're halfway through a year and, uh, there's been some co-opportunities cool that are coming and have yeah. come up with the studio and this, this podcast, but we want to do a three episode series of, uh, meet us, meet Ryan and myself. This first episode is kind of rapid fire questions that some of the staff and others have put up. Yeah. Um, some of us have had some time to look at them and some of us haven't. Um, and then there's some random ones, but I think this will be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything to add to that? No, this you is going to be good. Dude. You want to just time. dive right in? Dive in. Question time with Chitty and Comer. Man. Oh boy. Here we go. All right. So we hit. know some of these, we don't know some of them that are coming, but this will be good regardless. All right. Yes. So we're reading off this TV in the studio right now. So, <laughs> and again, some of these might hit us. Like, we might giggle a little bit because we haven't seen some of these. So, so I'm going to just read out whose question this okay, was as ahead. well. So this is from one of our interns, Rick Brown. He asked, um, what S2L staff member has the highest IQ? Not even a question, Rick. Move on. <laughs> and, and what's funny is I knew that'd be your answer. So it's besides you. We can't say anybody in the studio. No one in the so studio. Off so the if, top of if my, I'm here, who's here at Well, second place? if you're here, who's everybody else above that? Oh, is, okay. is kind of where it was going, really. Highest IQ. So off the top of my head, I immediately go to Piper. Michael Piper. Okay, okay. That's where I go, right? Okay. So we can, first off, we can eliminate Garrett. I think that's... Yeah, and Carl. I, I, and Carl <laughs> for sure. Garrett I, and Carl I, are... I can eliminate myself as well. Well... After, after Michael, it would be tough, dude. Man, I think when it comes to... IQ, what are we talking? Because if we're talking book smarts and things like that, Brianna's going to be up there. Obviously, okay. Dr. Daigle's going to be up there. Okay. And, you know, some of our, you know, Rachel and Marsha, some of our licensed staff. But, I mean, there's an IQ when it comes to 
street IQ. There's an IQ when it comes to recovery IQ. And so that's an interesting question. Um, Clearly, I win all of those categories if if we just want to just say that. If you want to leave a comment and vote, um, I don't think he's going to get any votes. I won't get any votes. I'm very very obnoxiously um, confident because I'm being sarcastic. So instead of hating me, lift me up. Encourage me. Yeah. I have a very sensitive heart. All right, let's move on. I mean, unless you want me to name one, even though I named five. But. Dude, just name 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 one. High IQ. Clini- no, no clinical or Medical. executive. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can't go hurt nobody's feelings. And I dude. can't say it in the studio either. Highest IQ. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I'm taking pipes. So you taking against them, dude? In an arm wrestling contest or a no? We talking a, straight a sit quiz. down, take an IQ test. I don't okay. know what that looks like. I've okay. never taken one, but yeah, it's interesting. I've taken many. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, man, a lot of people. I would say, I'd say Ma- Miles has a pretty high IQ. Ooh. Yeah. And if we put them, if we Miles versus Pipes, and we put them into a contest, man, that could be a cool little show sideshow. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Yeah, that'd be it. All right, so we got pipes and miles is what we think. Those are our thoughts. Uh, question number two, it says, one of your most memorable S2L moments, and it specifically says one as a staff and one as a student. So I'll go first. My my one as a student, and I have so many, dude. But, yeah. um, man, I would have to go with that time on the canoe, mm. um, which I told in a previous episode, but it just – yeah. It's what always comes to mind when I think of my time as a student. And in that moment, you know, um, for those who didn't watch the other episode, we go canoeing every year during the summer. And, man, it's just an amazing time to just spend time with your brothers, fellowship, have fun outside of, you know, what we didn't think was possible, which was an addiction. Yeah. And so we're going down um, the river on the canoe, man, and I'm sitting in the front with another guy that I was with. And I'd maybe been here a month. And so I had just found the Lord, man. I just experienced his goodness, his love, his mercy, his grace, all these things. And I remember standing up on the front of that canoe with my paddle. And I just remember lifting my arms up, man. And in that moment, I know it may sound crazy, but like in that moment, I knew that like I could have joy outside of addiction. And the enemy had convinced me for so long that I had to have a substance, that I had to chase this thing to feel a certain way. And like in that moment, dude, I hadn't felt pure joy Mm. in years, like years. And I also knew in that moment that freedom for me was absolutely possible, attainable and achievable as long as I was walking and abiding in the things of God. Yeah. And that's just a, that that was a monumental moment for me because I still, man, I get emotional even thinking about that time because what it did for me, man, is, is something that words don't do justice. Yeah, and I'll do my student and then come back to your yep. staff, and then I'll do my stuff. Uh, I, I would say, gosh, a bunch of times as a student, but, I mean, a moment, <clears throat> and I'm not remembering location and what was going on, but it was more of a, a moment within me, yeah, my soul, absolutely. my brain. And it was that moment to where I stopped doing the foxhole stuff, the prayers of, like, God, just get me out of this, restore my marriage, don't allow the law to come. And if you do all this, God, then I'll serve you. Mm. Uh, And this moment was, God, even if I get the divorce papers, God, even if the sheriff pulls up, God, Mm. even if I don't, whatever. Yeah. It was instead of, 
if you to even if this happens, I'm all in and I meant it. Like I, I just I saw God in this way. It was it was an amazing thing. Um, around the time that I came in, it was like around this time, like Easter, you yeah. know what I mean? And, um, it was just a moment that I've really experienced before I, I'd grown up going to Easter services. I knew what Easter meant, but it was just, man, God wrecked me. And you've mm. heard me say that from, from preaching or whatever, or in class. And it was, it was a wrecking, but it was, it, I don't know. It was, I was all in and instead of making it about me and, woe is me and falling into like a depression or um, trying to fix something, trying to numb something. It was like the most beautiful moment. Yeah. And it was a wrecking of me. Yeah. And so that was what I would say. When it goes from prayers from, you know, God, I need this. God, will you do that for me to just God have your way in my life? I trust you with everything. That's a beautiful place to be in your walk. Yeah. So my, uh, a memorable staff moment Man, I, I still go back to the boats, dude. Yeah. Those pontoon boats. You know, we yeah. shared the story of Garrett specifically, but just in general, man, there was 25 grown men out there, and I would say, what, at least half of us were weeping, Carl? Oh, wow. I mean, we just went, and it was, uh, I think Kevin sparked it. You know, hey, let's just tie the boats up in the middle of this lake, and um, let's sh- let's just share some testimonies, man. Everybody just share what's on their heart, what God's doing, what God's done. Um, things you're grateful for. And it just went from one man to the next yeah. to the next. I mean, and all 25 of us, you could just see, man, the presence of the Lord was just right there upon us. And just half of us are weeping, just that place of transparency and vulnerability and seeing a man who's hated himself for so long start to have joy and peace and gratitude and thankfulness yeah. and confidence and assurance and all these things the Lord provides you as you seek and encounter him, man. It's like you can see that come to life off these men's faces and in their expressions and in the way they're talking. And man, it was just a beautiful moment for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. That's a harder question for me. Um, my wife made a, a really sweet post. Um, it, this this month uh, marks ten years that I've been with S two L, and so and we'll talk about that or whatever during my testimony episode. But she posted a bunch of pictures, and some were from when I was really younger, ten years ago. You know, wow. and I didn't have a beard; I had like a goatee. One of them was me baptizing Jason Timms. Wow! And, and um, yeah, and so there's so many memories. I, I think probably the first time you know I led someone to the Lord or mm. the first time I baptized someone or when I got ordained as a pastor mm. and my thought was like, wow, I was this and God sees me as this. Um, and I could, yeah, I'll, I'll send all these pictures and posts. If you want to add those, the, they were praying over me, uh, mm. when I got ordained and it was like, who is that little kid? You know? Yeah. Um, but I mean, another really cool moment, I mean, a more recent one, uh, is there, and there's a picture of when the the documentary played at a theater. Yeah, and it was you saw awesome. the name on there, and I was just like, "Man, God, okay." That was super yeah. cool because our message of Christ-centered recovery and freedom in Christ, man. For ten years, we've been secondary citizens, yeah. and like look down at, oh yeah, you guys can do that. That's cute, and it seems as though God's now uh, 
getting our message, his message out and yeah. using us to do it. And so, man, it was pretty cool. Yeah, that was that was historic for me, too, when I walked in there, dude, just seeing that, like, because Carl and I were, were a part of that as well, and just, like, seeing yeah. the forgotten pandemic, just seeing all of us yeah. sitting together in a theater, like an actual yeah. movie theater. And when you walk into the, the theater, message. that little red thing, mm. like, where you see the mm. movie, it was Come like on. the forgotten pandemic. Wasn't it Theater so, 7? Yeah, 7 Ooh, is pretty yeah. spiritual. So It was and, awesome, dude. And we'll have some pictures pop up from that night, too. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That all was right. awesome. All right, so you want to hit that one next, dude? This is the stupidest the one at question the top. I've ever seen. Him. All right, so this is Comer's favorite question that he gets asked. He's done many interviews, this many radio so shows. He's done a lot of different things, and this is the number one I question. I wonder who asked this question. That he likes being asked. So oh with gosh. that being said, Comer, who is your favorite Texas sports team? And we know you have a lot, so we don't have as much time. Just give us one. Why are we even discussing you Texas? Pick one. Oh, man. I mean, obviously, this is a question that you threw in there uh, because is it's it? literally a question that no one's ever asked in the history of questions. But I'll play. I'll play your game. All right. My favorite Texas sport team, I would probably say, is Texas A&M. Okay. They're, okay. In, they're in the SEC. Okay. Right? And so I'm a big SEC guy. Um, and then I just watched them recently. Um, oh, it was in the SEC championship game in basketball, and I think they – Oh, gosh. That's oh, they did. Going. They lost to the Tennessee Volunteers uh, pretty handedly mm. for a championship game. So, yeah, that's my favorite. So, Tennessee I was game. watching that game in silence, <laughs> and in the back of my head, I'm like, dude, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to wait till the podcast to throw it in his face when Texas A&M wins. And, and they did Unfortunately, they didn't. So I wasn't going to bring it up. I had a, a very strong feeling he was going to bring it up, which he did. So touche. Uh, for me, picking one, that, that'd be difficult. I would one. say the Houston Astros, just because baseball was my, my go-to sport back in the day. Yeah. Um, but come on, I'm Rockets, Texans, Astros all day, even Houston. Nolan Dynamo. Ryan? He played. He played for the Astros, or no? Yes, he did. He played for the Rangers as well. That's strong. That's strong. Okay. All right. Next one is: if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? My, that's easy for me. I easy think. for me too. <laughs> Look at that. It's just, go ahead. Go first. Zaxby's. Zaxby's. Every day of the week, if I had. To. Are you serious? Hundred percent. It's the Ooh. most healthy option out there. Uh, whoa, whoa, the, whoa, the what? Whoa, 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 Let's leave it at that. Your turn. Go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I would, I would go filet mignon, medium. What does that mean? What do you mean? What does that okay. mean? That'd be a food that that's I would eat. Maybe not true. necessarily filet restaurant. Min, filet mignon If we medium. did restaurant, I mean. Okay. As opposed to, so yeah, I would say over this last year, if I had to pick a restaurant, it would definitely be Chop House. Yeah, I'd get the filet mignon, medium, asparagus, baked potato with a side of blue cheese butter. Come on. Okay. So you, come so, on. Okay. So you're going hard on that Chop House. I, need, I haven't been there in a while. Dude, it's good. It's fire. Chop House, if y'all want to sponsor the pod, feel free. Man, uh, I actually went to school with and was buddies with um, the son of the guy that, that started that, I think. I think that's right. Connor's the last name, I think. And they have like Connor's Steakhouse and stuff in Eastern Saint all over. But I think they had they started Chop House too. I could be wrong about that. Shout out Connor if, if it's real. Connor's last name Connor, yeah. Not, yeah. All right. So this next question oh is probably specifically for Comer. Yeah, so for knew, those who, who don't know, Comer has a phobia of eggs of any sort. Boiled, scrambled, poached. It doesn't matter. He cannot stand the smell, the taste, the texture. So this question says, would you eat 10 boiled eggs for $50,000 cash? 
My, that's easy for me. I love eggs, yeah, so I absolutely mean, I would. Fifty grams. But could you? And you can't throw up. That may not be in the question, but I'm adding that. I mean, I'd want to say for fifty grand, I can make that happen. But I mean, yeah, someone that asked me this, no, I could tell you a story of when I tried to eat eggs for money. All right, let's hear it. And this was, you know, this was a few years ago, but our small group was meeting at this place uh, in Nashville that's pretty popular for like breakfast. I can't remember the name of it. If you gave me thirty seconds, I would, but that's dead air. Uh, but it's it's kind of like um, it's kind of like a group restaurant where you go and you have like a big table and so we went with all of our small group and you had this just buckets of food like breakfast food it was a big right. breakfast place beautiful like so there'd be a thing of bacon and you pass it around a thing of biscuits and gravy and eggs and so there was some eggs left over at the end of the meal uh, I mean it was probably like I don't know two or three servings of scrambled eggs right it wasn't like full to the brim right and I was dared. Uh, if, and I mean, this was an expensive breakfast, it was like a $60 breakfast for me and my wife, which, you know, is a lot of money. Yeah. It's a lot of money now, especially then was a lot of money. I think I was making $50 a week. Come on, and baby. We'll, and we'll talk not, literally, and we'll talk about that <laughs> later, about testing money. Um, so I was like, they said, Hey, we'll cover y'all's breakfast. If you could finish these eggs. And I was like, bet. Okay. And got the eggs. And I was like, I got this watch. I just opened every hot sauce bottle I could pepper, just trying to make the taste go away of eggs. And I mean, I got a few bites in, but I would, th- I would have thrown up and quit after three bites. So I'd like to say for 50 grand, I would just go into another level of mind focus. So was that the first time you had tried eggs or you had tried? No, them pre- I mean, I can, eat, to- I can eat eggs if they're in a cake, right. Or something like that. If you mix them. Eggs right. But them. just straight eggs. I'm saying, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I've tried them as a kid. It was just, I, I can't, I don't know why anyone would eat something that smells like a egg. Well, they to be kind. <laughs> they do. They do say eggs aren't for the weak, so That's, that, that well, could be some sort of correlation well, okay. or association there. Okay. <laughs> should right, we start? Hey. Should we start doing shout outs when? Um, never mind. Oh, something. Something else. Let me go. Let me do this. Thing. All right. This one's good. I want to. So this is from uh, Mike Brown. Come Mike on. Breezy. Uh, you will know him from the um, "I Ain't Scared" challenge out in the cold. That's who was right. Doing the disc golf. Very funny guy, and he's actually going to come on. You're going to see in the next, you know, month or so, a couple months. You're going to see he's going to uh, do a devotional uh, series, um, thirty day devotional. You're going to see Emilio and, and probably Kevin do one as well. Uh, but Mike asked this: if our staff, if if our staff was stranded on a deserted island with no way of escaping, who would survive the longest and why? <laughs> Ooh. Okay, let's see, dude. That's a really good question. If we were stranded on a deserted island, who would last the longest and why? Mm. Okay, let's think through this. I'm definitely not saying Miles is out, Garrett's out, Mm. I'm out, Carl's out, Mm. Breezy's out, uh, Rick's out. Dude, for some reason, I'm thinking Terminator, dude. I, I think Justin mm. Carter, dude, has, has a good shot mm. of coming out of there, dude. I mean, obviously, I vote myself again just because I, mean, oh I have su- superior outdoorsman skills. I mean, just by looking at the beard, you probably assume that, which I mean, it's a good assumption. Um, and, you know, Boy Scouts, Cub Scouts, those kind of things. But if I had to put my money on it, yeah. I would say a military guy, maybe Hefe, maybe Bruce. Hefe, Bruce, um, those are good options. They'd have, to cl- they'd have to click in out of, like, civilian mode. But, I mean, you know, with that kind of brain training. Um, but, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I like the outdoors. And, I mean, shelter and the basics and fishing. I feel like 
I could do well, but who would last? Who would survive the longest? In right. Life? Well, I mean, day three when Carl had passed away two days before, <laughs> um, <laughs> because of the temperature yeah. being too hot or something, we would probably have to have to talk about are we going to eat him for food? Yeah. Right? And so he would be that sacrificial lamb. Um, let's see. <laughs> he would be that Garrett, Garrett would be done day day one or two as well. Yeah, Garrett Garrett would I'm Garrett wouldn't like die like Carl would, but Garrett would mentally go insane after <laughs> after day three. He's yeah. just like I don't know, I don't know, and so he'd just start swimming and we'd never see him again. Hundred percent eaten or drowned by something. Hundred percent. Just I got an idea. I'm going. And he just starts swimming to some <laughs> island that no one sees. Gets eaten by a shark. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. At some point, his shoe floats back up on shore, and we just yeah, well, it was a good it was a good college try there. Um, but yeah. All right, all right. Now I'll do the next one. Oh my gosh, what is this? All right, uh, next one says favorite band or artist growing up. Here, let's do this one before that. Okay. Uh, would you rather have a squirrel? This is from Miles. Oh. Would you rather have a squirrel brain with a human body or a squirrel body with a human brain? Oh, dude, this one's easy for me. Okay. I'm I'm definitely going human body with a squirrel brain, dude. Hundred percent. I'm going human body with a squirrel because brain. you're used to it. Well, okay, for one, we could say yes. Because but, that's how life has been for you. But we were actually talking about this the other day, okay. and one of one of our guys in the house actually brought up a good point, dude, and just thinking about how mellow and chill it would be just to have a squirrel brain, right? From one perspective, it's like, what about the worry and anxieties and fears and all these things that we have? You'd just be free of all that. I don't think a squirrel has those things and just hanging out, chilling all the time, right? Yeah, but that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Okay, listen, the dumbest thing Let I've ever explain. heard. Let me is, explain. Let me explain. Uh, all right. Because you would be in a human body. Right. So you would be chill, and but then it, life happens, and you wouldn't know. How would you drive a car? How would you learn oh, that's how to easy. How, it's I, easy. I'm just thinking it from a squirrel a driving a car is easy. But you're thinking from a squirrel perspective. No, I'm not. This a, is a, a human body a with a squirrel brain. A squirrel's brain perspective. Right. You think a squirrel that is looking up in a tree and gathering nuts for survival and gets shot with BB guns and doesn't know how to survive and dogs eat and cats eat is going to have the brain capacity to figure out a machine like a car? 100%. Easy. See, that's, that's where That's all like, day. That, that's probably the easiest thing a squirrel does. There's humans that can't even drive cars. Well, that's humans. You're going to have the human brain. I'm going to have the squirrel brain, so I, would I will rather, be able to drive I would a car. Rather get, here's my logic. I would rather have, if I had to choose, this is a silly question, I would rather have my brain. And a squirrel body because I would be the squirrel king. Okay. Every squirrel, no, no, listen, every listen, squirrel listen. on the planet, listen. It would I would be the squirrel king. Okay, listen. And live the best squirrel life on the planet. You know, I would know. I would be like Solomon of the squirrels. They'd come to me for advice, and I'd give them advice on like, <laughs> hey, when you're building your nest here, it would be. I mean, imagine listen. the levels up of a squirrel. I would be to whereas the levels you would be. Just a bag of goo with a squirrel brain, right? You know the problem with being the squirrel king, though, right? I'm a squirrel. <laughs> You're the squirrel king. That, that, that's the issue, right? No, so no one rather, ever was like so would you rather, hyped up about being a squirrel king. Would you rather be the squirrel king or the human that everyone makes fun of and calls squirrel brain? Well, that runs into okay. like that looks at the car and tries to like open it and can't figure it out and like. And always does something like that every well, now and then. It's like, why so is when he, I think of having, why does he like just have stacks of pecans on his desk wherever he goes? 
when I think of having a squirrel brain, though, I just see it as being dumb, right? No, that's not I just the question. See it as, as the being question dumb. is specific: a squirrel <laughs> brain specific. or a human brain, and then in a I'm squirrel tell, body. I'm so it's specific you, to squirrels. Hum, I know some humans with human bodies and squirrel brains, though, right? No, and they can still you don't. function. They no, can still you know they humans, can still perform basic tasks. Those aren't hum, those aren't squirrel brains. <laughs> a squirrel brain is going to be like that big. Well, look at it from this perspective. I'll give you one perspective. So you're, you're changing the question. That's no, fine. Give I'm me not. Another perspective. I'm That's saying, we'll, all right, we'll so it. your human brain, we'll my it. human brain, Carl's human brain, right? Mm-hmm. Got us to rehab, right? Sure. All right. So you're going to take that same brain uh-huh. and throw that in a squirrel body, and all of a sudden you're going to be the greatest thing to ever exist. In the squirrel kingdom, in yes. In the squirrel kingdom. Yes. You know what I mean? For sure. But on the flip side of that, would you not look at your body? And then we're getting told to get past this question, but you're the one that put this question up, Carl. We're going to talk about it. It needs to be discussed. It does. If you're saying you're going to talk about the basics of it, our human brain and our human body got us to rehab. Could you imagine what your squirrel brain and your human body is going to get you to? Dude, I, all I see is like me just relaxing, having no stresses, no worries. Driving everywhere, I'd be one of the best drivers. Have you ever seen that Kia? Is it a Kia Soul commercial where the hamsters are driving? He just don't. Or squirrels it. are driving? It's possible. There's no Kia commercial where a squirrel. There, dude, is there not? And there's That's a no real thing. squirrels, hamsters. That, there's no squirrels in my experience that are just chilling either. All right. They're all What's just up? hyperactive, running for their lives, okay. not understanding basic human functioning, well, and that's what you're going to be. Moving on. Favorite band or artist growing up. Oh, man. Let me I, go first. I have several. Let me go, go first. Yeah, I have several, too. Different genres. I mean, I had... Same here. I loved hip-hop, alternative, man. And, I mean, this is way back in the day, in the 90s. I loved some R&B, some R. Kelly, some uh, Casey and JoJo. Ooh. I loved even, like, Pearl Jam, Nirvana, yeah. uh, Metallica at some point. Again, these are not these are bands growing up. Uh, and then I got into Christian bands, but I mean, hip hop, it was Tupac, it was Biggie, mm. uh, it was big in the game. Uh, I mean, again, don't, don't endorse any of these cause I would never listen to some of this stuff now just right. cause it's, what, it's growing what, up though. What yeah. goes in is not, you know, it needs to be, um, but yeah, I enjoyed all those growing up. Uh, yeah. What about yeah. You? I would say NSYNC, come on, Backstreet Boys, um, Savage Garden, something I think about. Yeah. Uh, Limp Biscuit, grew yeah. up on him. Um, what are some other ones? Brian McKnight, man. 90s R&B is probably my all-time favorite music. Yeah. Um, who else? The Hansons, dude. That chick from the Hansons was hot, too. Why is, why is this awkward silence? The Mbop people? Yeah. The Hansons? Yeah. I think he's being serious right now, but you are aware those are all dudes, right? Are they really? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> no. no, that was actually—they're all brothers. That was a joke that was told to me one time, and I thought it was really good. That was pretty so good. That was pretty. I good. had to use it. Yeah. All right. Skip that one. I don't think I know the answer to that one. Which one? There's two. The one he just passed up. We're good. What was it? Okay. The okay. CD you bought you for your first um, CD you ever bought. I think it was probably Boys the Men. Gosh. How do I, I don't know when NSYNC can say goodbye to one. Mm. Sorry, we're gonna, boys to men. Jam. This is so well that we might get demonetized for copyright infringement. Yeah, so I don't want to keep going. No, I think I don't know when NSYNC and Backstreet Boys came out. I, I would like to think I bought something before that. 
Savage Garden if that was before that, maybe. You know what's crazy is there's probably certain listeners, there could be certain listeners that are like, what's a CD? Right. Oh, I'm sure there's several. I CD players know. were the thing, though, back yeah. in the day, dude. I remember being car, on the bus. They had CD Walkmans. Mm-hmm. You, hook, you hook to your belt. Yeah, CDs were CDs were revolutionary compared to tapes. Yeah. Cassette tapes. Or burning. Which were res- revolutionary compared to A-tracks, which were, yeah. Or burning CDs, you know, back when you could CDs. burn CDs. And Napster. You had that, Napster had that thing. Dude, when you had the mix, dude, you were, you were in the mix if you had the mix on a CD. You remember dude. Napster? Yeah. Yeah. Change the music game. Artists hate it. Kazam. Anyway. Uh, a birthday that sticks out to you, man, we're at 25 minutes, so let's do one more. Keep scrolling. Let's see. Let's find a good one. What is it? 28 minutes. Mm, let's see. Dream vacation spot. First live concert. Let's go back up to accomplishments. Now nah, we can save that for the testimony. Yeah. Do you keep going? Other way. Well, let's just pick one at this point. <laughs> You're going the wrong way. <laughs> it's like dealing with my sister's kids. We'll go dream vacation spot. All right. Dream vacation spot. I got um, mine too. Go ahead. I would go Hawaii, which I've been to Maui a couple of times, but that's still like, dude, it's the most beautiful weather. Just the vibe. Just everything about that place is gorgeous. And then I've only seen pictures of this, but Bora Bora, isn't that the pictures you see where those houses are like in the water? They're little villas. I'm sure several places have that. Mm. But there's a specific place in Bora Bora. Well, he's fancy. Dude, I think that'd be sick. Favorite or dream vacation spot. I'm going to change that to what has been my favorite vacation because, I mean, I've traveled the world renowned. I mean, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I've, I've barely been in an airplane once or twice. Um I think what would be cool, I, th- I would love to see, like, Alaska and some of the northern lights. I don't know if I'd say that's my dream. But my favorite vacation was two. One was when it was after kids and my wife and I, just us, went. The mm. kids were watched by grandparents. We went to Pensacola in the off season, like yeah. October. And it was like the beach was to ourselves. We were staying in a condo, and they had this huge pool, and it was to ourselves. And it was just a fun, like – it was our first time away since we started having kids. And it was like, I don't know. I'll remember that forever. I mean, we were just goofy. There's maybe a few people on the beach and my wife and I would just dare each other. She goes, you dare me just to dance all the way down to the ocean and stuff and see if people will start watching. That's so awesome. I'm recording it. Uh, and then the second best one was actually our first one, just us and the kids. Cause we go on like a lot of trips with, um, uh, in-laws and my parents and stuff like that. And that's yeah. amazing. But I mean, this was like, we went to the beach. It was an off season again, or maybe it wasn't off off season, but I mean, it seemed, it wasn't crowded. My kids love the pool and, and I love fishing on the beach, you know? Yeah. And so we do the beach in the morning. We'd come to this huge pool and I mean, the whole pool would pretty much be to ourselves. And so I'd just be throwing football to Eli diving in, catching it. And just, I'd have a corner just doing it all day, you know? And then I'd go sit and had like a shade area all day long. It was pretty cool. It was a really, I don't know. And so I, I might change that here. And we're going to, we're going to Disney here shortly, but world or land, Florida, whatever that Ooh, is. Have you ever been? Yeah. Dude, Disney as, world an, is as an sick. adult. Um, yeah. It's awesome. There's pictures. I'll, I'll, I'll throw some pictures of that vacation for sure. Yeah. And you need to throw pictures of the stuff you're talking about. Can't always just be me when he's throwing up. So, okay. I might have some Maui pictures or something. I used to go to Colorado every year. Well, too, I mean about everything you've said in this episode, not just this, but 
Yeah, any anything that you've talked about. Okay, I'll have to see if I have any footage. Yeah, there's definitely footage of him having a squirrel brain in a human body. We can definitely throw some Oh, of that. gosh, dude. <laughs> We're going to have all the – dude, I would say at least 90% of the staff would pick human body squirrel brain. There's no way. Not if you actually <laughs> – not a Not if you actually thought about it. Oh but anyways, right, anyways how do you want to end it? Uh, with a specific question or no, I mean, we're over time now. It's 30 something. Are minutes, we 33 minutes? Um, I don't know. You tell me tune we- in the next two weeks. We're going to deep dive. This has been fun and playful, but we're going to really get to know Chittister next week. And the week after that, you're going to really get to know kind of my story and, um, just how, what led us here. And mm. we hope you like this. I mean, you know, we're always covering different topics, current events, you know, some scripture, some heavy stuff. Uh, but we did, based on what we've been hearing and thinking uh it was good to kind of hey 25th episode let's and let's start a little series about who we are um hopefully you get invested and as always as you hear in the outro music um questions are great we could always add a question at the end of any episode so if you want to add a question yeah info at spring net and just say i want to submit a question to life after addiction podcast guys we love you that's life after addiction and you better believe it. Did it, baby. Come on. As a production of S2L Recovery. If you have any questions you'd like answered on the podcast, email them to info at springtolife.net. That's info at spring, the number two, life.net. And for more information on addiction recovery, visit s2lrecovery.org. I'm over in two weeks and you're not with a human brain? Stop. Because that's what you have. No, you have to have a literal squirrel brain. That's a different conversation. It's a different question. And we're still talking about it. I hope you have all this B-roll. Jesus wants our fears to launch us toward faith. Then he grins and says, Do you trust me? Because together, we can do this. With Mornings with Jesus, you can start your day in a positive way. Find hope through inspirational stories and scripture. Go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Mornings with Jesus. You can also download the Abide app for biblical meditations at abide.com.